You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, what's up, guys? John Zanis, Josue Pavone, hanging, looking fresh, hanging out in oh, New York City with, with Bobby Manning. Car what pulling. a game. That was man. good, right? Oh, man. I didn't expect oh, that. Every time it, – it's funny. Like, it's just – there's always something fun when the – I mean, granted, the Celtics pulled away late. These games at MSG are always fun. I, I always feel like there's just something wild. Uh, yeah, Saturday night, too. You feel the vibes, everyone in here. I mean, it, was, it wasn't as rowdy as it usually is, but, it, it you know, the second half, everyone's focused and everyone's dialed in, so it was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, so a couple takeaways, and again, thank you guys for hanging on. You know, those guys are down uh, in, uh, in New York City, had to get set up, so it took us a minute to get going. But uh, we'll hang out here until um, uh, Bobby joins us, and we'll talk a little bit. It'll be a relatively short show, but again – Celtics made every three, obviously, the franchise record. That's such a, um, you know, they, they were just, uh, um, oh, enough with the Blake Griffin apology cam. We'll give Blake a little bit of his due. Um, <laughs> that's bullet points, that's, bullet that's points tonight worth talking about for sure. Um, you know, uh, three-pointers, good thing, bad thing, right? Live by the three, die by the three sort of game. You always feel good when those things uh, go down. What I liked yeah. about tonight is a lot of them were extra pass threes. Um, a lot of them were good look threes. A lot of them were right. drive, uh, you know, drive, you know, mm-hmm. you know, inside out sort of threes, mm-hmm. you know, drive to the basket, draw the defense, kick it out, wide open shooters. Uh, Hauser was out of his freaking mind. Um, but – you know, again, being overly reliant on it is always a, you know, I mean, they average 40 a game, which puts them near the top of the league, top two or three. They have 41 after three quarters. That's a ton of threes. That's how you lose back-to-backs a lot. You just start jacking from deep because you just don't have, yeah. I mean, Tatum, a day after going to the free throw line 20 times, his first eight field goal attempts, he's three yeah. for eight from the three-point line. His ninth field goal attempt is like a 15-foot fadeaway, which goes down. Then another three, and yeah. finally he gets something going to the basket. But he, he was like, I'm all set. I did my work last night. I'm going to chill out here. You know, th- that can go two ways. But tonight they were just freaking on fire. It worked out. It worked out because yeah, it worked everybody, out. Else, everybody else was doing it, though. That's the yeah. thing, like. That's not going to happen every single night. But at the same time, I think it is um, – it's a testament to the way they were swinging the ball, you know. Uh, everyone's yep. getting their touches. You saw a lot of these threes were, were open. But there were, more importantly, there were after three or four passes. And, and those are good shots. Those are good looks. Those are – Yes. That's executing, right? That's what Joe Mazzullo has been preaching the last week. And, and he can't he can't complain about this one. I mean, sure, the Knicks did hang around. They were able to fight back in a half-court set and, and, and pick their spots and, and you know – 
gain some momentum. But at the end of the day, Tatum Tatum got going again. You know, I turned. It's funny you say that because I, in the third quarter, I turned to Bobby. I'm like, oh man, this is this is lazy Tatum. You know, this is I'm gonna chuck these threes. You know, let's see what happens, and then by the fourth quarter, I'll clean it up depending on the situation. And he somewhat did that, but he was still taking a lot. I mean, look, he took what all but two shots weren't three pointers. Like, like that's what it was. And they were clean looks. They were good shots, but they were also yeah. those Jason Tatum shots. Those really tough looking. You know, oh, don't, don't, don't. Yes, wow, what a shot, what a make. You know, those type of threes. And the and the the, the New York Knicks hung around, but then Noah Vonley. You know, Bobby's busting my chops because you know I, I've been preaching about Vonley and, and Luke Cornett looked like he was a late scratch or he was, he was no longer with the team. He was here before the game though, so I'm not exactly sure what happened there. We'll probably get some more information. Wait, maybe so Bobby have something. So apparently, um, I saw reports of him no like he had to leave the leave or he wasn't with the team. But I'm like, Bobby and I saw him with our own you know two eyes with with the team. He was practicing uh, two hours before tip off. So yeah, again, no, I, I don't know I, what happened. Abby said personal reasons. Right, but he was in the building though. I don't know yeah. if she she added that part in there, but he was here. We both saw him. And, he um, left so I don't midway know what through the first quarter, according to Missoula. Bobby just oh, got an update. Left okay. midway through the first quarter is expected to miss the rest of the road trip. Oh wow! So maybe it's a family thing. Yeah. Okay. So something's going on. Uh, he Luke was with. To- yeah, I don't want to assume it was family, but he was with um, uh, some kids that were in the in stands. I don't know if it was his family members or not, but yeah, I, I was just confused by the report because I'm like, he's here. He was definitely in the building. Yeah. But, so okay. yeah, he okay. left there and I was curious what happened because again, it, this felt like a, what would have been a, a heavy cornet minutes game, but exactly. regar- right. regardless of Luke being there and available to start the game, it was a Blake Griffin game to start and sure. Fine. You want to go there? We'll go there. Um, you know, we kind of joked about Blake, and we really thought he'd fallen way out of favor in the rotation. Again, there's a version of him that's useful simply because he knows where he's supposed to be. He's a big body. He can help you a little bit on defense. He's smart. He's obviously extremely limited. Um, but he gave you good minutes tonight. Yeah, he did. And and I think this is what Missoula wanted to do, right, in terms of, like, picking his spots with Blake, not throwing him in there during garbage time. We haven't seen that, right? Only giving him the spot. Maybe, yeah. maybe not a spot start is, is what I expected, but when Al is, is resting, he'll, he'll he'll get those minutes. And putting him in a starting lineup, I thought was a, was a good way to sort of mix things up. He talked about yeah. that before the game. He didn't want to give us his starting five, but we figured it would be something, you know, out of the ordinary. But it's funny. A lot of the reporters were like, wow, Blake, no one – no one was even thinking of Blake. I was thinking of Vonley. I was thinking he might go small. He told us he would most likely go small. But I thought maybe Grant, you know, and again, right. So, yeah. and again, I think the importance of kind of, you know, a lot of coaches do this. They really want to stick with their rotations. You see that happen a lot. A guy goes out and rather than make the natural fit, instead of pulling a guy, because again, what's been working, what's the what's the one constant in the last two games um, the Tatum and the bench unit and Jalen got some run with the bench unit tonight too, but it's basically the one star and then the four, the, the bench guys. And tonight it yeah. was Vonley, um, and it was Grant and it was, uh, Cornet. I mean, and it was, uh, sorry, Hauser and Hauser, it was yeah. Bro- and it was Brogdon. And that unit again is, was a difference making unit. Yeah. Uh, Hauser had a career high by the second quarter. I mean, and again, this is what we talked about with this freaking guy, man. It's, it's, He's legit automatic. He's automatic. Yeah. He, the release is quick. 
He just needs a little bit of daylight. They're running him off of sets, off of screens. They ran him on a nice ATO to get an open three one time. He's just there. And again, when you've got so many other dangerous people, and Brogdon just opens up Hauser's world, right? Because he yeah. just goes into the paint and sucks the defense in, and you get those kickouts, and it's just he's just there. And then when you have another guy on the court, you got to worry about like a Tatum. Hauser's going to get those shots, man, and he's going to knock him down. And again, he did not kill himself on defense. Yeah, is, I was just going to say he, that. Is he stopping people? No, but he, again, he, he's competitive. He's hanging in there. These minutes are perfect minutes for him right now. Yeah, the, the, I agree. Like, this is what he needs to be playing. Um, and it's what it's what they need. I mean, twenty one minutes tonight for him. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty legit. Right. Right, and he's um he's a threat. He's a constant threat. So teams have to they have to prepare for that. It, it, obviously, if he, if he continues to do this, which I think he will, you know, you know, Tom Thibodeau even brought him up before the game, which I thought was interesting. I'm like, he's, he's on the radar. You know, people are paying attention to what the Celtics have been doing the last week or so. Obviously, going into this one, you're gonna do your due diligence, and he was someone that that um, the Knicks head coach brought up uh, along with Grant Williams and the second unit. So I, I think he was anticipating that sort of performance from the second unit as a whole. But defending the three or seeing the Celtics make as many threes as they did, I don't think he anticipated that. And, you know, it's it's incredible. But, yeah, like you said, man, Brogdon had, had a lot to do with that. Yeah, but so the thing with Hauser is you don't you don't expect him to go out there and make five, six threes. But I do expect him to make the majority of them. I mean, he's legitimately yeah. shooting 55% from three. I actually think, like I said, we, I said it over the course of the season, he's going to shoot 45, 46%. He's that freaking good, man. Right, right. That's exactly that, what this team that's needs. A crazy I mean, Grant, that's Grant, a crazy we were, weapon. That's a crazy weapon. We were shocked when we, when we just be honest, we were shocked when we saw that Grant had, had spiked up to 41%. Because, yeah. I mean, he was hot, but we didn't think he was, we didn't think that the Celtics had a 40 plus, you know, percent from the floor, uh, from the three shooter, but that's what Grant evolved into. So you put someone like Hauser in the mix, man, all of a sudden, that's a second a, unit that teams have to worry about. Opposing it's a difference. Worry. It's a difference. That's the whole thing is like, yeah. what, what were you saying the Celtics needed last year? A guy who can come in and maybe a three and D sort of guy who might be able to knock down 36% of their threes and just keep you honest, you know, like right. Hauser's far from a three and D guy, but he's a legit assassin from out there. Yeah. He, he is going to average like I said, 45 to 50, that's how good a shooter he is. He's freaking unreal. Yeah. You, you know? hit 45%. You could hit 45% yeah. for sure. Yeah. Fundamentals, man. That's what, that's what we are talking about. He's, he's, he's a great example of that. We talked about it last night. You know, it's footwork, the way he's able to hide behind screens, but also attack and, and you know, hold his own on defense, keep himself in front of opposing uh, scoring. What are we calling Hauser with this super chat? I don't know. We need a nickname. What do you think? I know. He needs one. Um, man, it's funny. Scal was talking about that before the game. He was asking everyone. We're like, I don't know, man. Sammy. Uh, our producer, our, our producer, Tim Shields, throwing out Sammy Automatic. I'll allow it. I don't think it's going <laughs> to stick, but I like it. No bad. I like it. Yeah, people, a lot of people on Twitter was doing the um, the Hauser where you turn the, the E into a three. I'm like, that doesn't really uh, translate the same, you know, verbally. So, <laughs> we need all right, else. guys, you guys, yeah, the chat's better at this than we are. Um, so, you Wowser guys give Hauser. us. <laughs> That's terrible. Which one? Someone said Wowser Hauser. I like no. it. I was thinking of Howitzer and Hauser, but it's, it's clumsy. 
The Garden Report, as always, is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events. Bet NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. So head right over to betonline.ag. Join now. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Once again, betonline.ag. That's where the action is. 50% off. Welcome bonus with your first deposit. CLNS50 is the promo code. Bet online where the game starts. Sam Howitzer, Sniper Sam. Fine, I don't yeah. mind alliteration. You got to incorporate I, exactly. You got to incorporate that Sam part. I think you could do something with that. Again, Howitzer is a lot of people going back there, but I'm not feeling it. It's there. <laughs> that one's there. Um, and, and, and that one's, I'm not going to say easy, but. It's not perfect. Guys, you'll know it when you have it. You know, yes, like exactly. when we when we did it for Pritchard, there was about 50 good ones, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got to roll right off the tongue. It's got to be like almost like, oh, that's what everyone should have been calling them before. It's got to be natural, natural fit. Yeah. All right. We'll get back to that. But I do I do like. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Guys, work on that. Work on that while we do the show. I do a workshop it. Workshop it. OK, yeah. make it happen. Do a stick. Uh, do a stick. No, I mean, so my overall impression, again, uh, it's this is it's so easy to be like, it's just the Knicks and blah, blah, blah. It's the second of a back to back. You're in a place. Yeah. You've had some tough games there in the past. It's a lively environment. Um, you know, it, it still is just the Knicks, but you have no bigs at at all. Uh, and to play this game and to win and to be able to kind of win going away at the end there, that's a good win. It is. It is. And I, and I think uh, I think low key, Joey is Joey Missoula is, is, is building this second unit. Like, And the reason why I say it's low key is because everyone's like, oh, this is because Rob's not in the mix. Right. This is, he has to they have to come up with something coming off the bench. But I think depth is a played a part in that NBA final series. No question. Obviously. Right. Especially when the stars went ice cold from the floor. So I, I think. Missoula was going into the season with that intention, but just didn't want to make it a talking point going in, right? Because it's hard to sort of push that agenda when you're when when, when Rob's not there, right? I, I think he just wanted to build confidence in people and obviously see what sticks and mix and match, you know, certain players. And, and I think he's he's onto something here. Whether it's Jalen or Tatum, you put him out there, you know, with the rest of the with that bench unit to start the second quarter. You got guys like Brogdon coming off the bench right off the bench, you know, the first ones off midway through the first. Him and Grant going in, you know, I I just think this is. This is going to be something he's developing, and I think it's going to at the end of the season it's going to be very a, a, a strength of this Celtics team, but part of their part of their identity. I low key, I low key like three Sam. I don't know three why. Sam's not bad. <laughs> hey, any, anybody interested in a three Sam? <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, the Sam part is key. <laughs> three Sam. <laughs> Yo, shit, um, got, shit got so wild last night, man. It was a there was a three Sam. Oh, it was like three Sam at the garden last night. Friggin' nuts. That's you my first three there. Sam. <laughs> He's got to make at least three. Oh, three Sam. We got three Sam. Now. 
I remember my first three cents. Oh, man, where were you, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, anyway. I was in New York, kid. <laughs> I was in New York, kid. My first three, Sam. Um, anyway, so how's your great – and, again, the best thing about it is the expectation isn't any – you don't need him to be – this is what I love about it. You don't need him to be anything other than what he is. You just want him yeah. to go out there. What's amazing is, like – you know, we obsessed for a little while over like, why don't they use a TPE on Duncan Robinson and get a guy like that? And there are some people who are like, they got Duncan Robinson. His name's Sam Hauser. I'm like, well, they won't play him. So obviously there's something going on there. But when you look at it, Duncan Robinson all of a sudden became unplayable in New York because yeah. he was such a defensive liability. Problem with Duncan is he stopped hitting threes in such a ridiculous clip. As long as Hauser can hit threes, uh, we don't expect 55% for the year. Well, he doesn't as have long to as he, exactly. Yeah. As long as he knocks him down, there's a role for him. And again, this is a thing that last year people were like, ah, he can't play, he can't play, he can't play. Space Sam, ah, not bad, Tim. Tim's coming in with a couple. Yeah, that one's all right. That one's all right. We're still getting there. Uh, but I love that. Uh, other stuff from the game, and again, um, smart, more controlled game today. Um, and again, yeah. I just... You know, uh, he had a ton of assists early. I mean, he had eight assists, you know, in the first half. I think he finished with 11, was it? Yeah. He was looking for everyone, man, especially when he was going into the paint and doing what he's been doing, honestly, the, the last couple of games, in my opinion. It's just everyone's still thinking about that uh, that, that that shot he took at the end of overtime, you know, but he's, he's moved on from that. So Yeah, he finished, finished with 11 assists. Uh, shot attempts were down. Um, you know, he, he is another efficient shooting night. And again, if you looked at the box score from last night, it would have been the same thing. Efficient. Um, I just think once again, um, and again, I'll say this on a day that Marcus had a good game. Again, the difference between what Marcus brings and what Brogdon did does is definitely interesting, but also again, just to, you know, because the Marcus, the Marcus stands get triggered really easily. Um, they're <laughs> yeah, both good things, but it is really amazing where you see again, just what a like real offensively minded point guard uh, can do to your offense, just in terms of, he didn't even have a good shooting night tonight, but again, the offense that he creates just by getting downhill, getting to the basket, being able to kick it back out uh, is, is incredible. Every time he's in a game, I feel like the whole energy shifts in terms of uh what the offense does yeah yeah you know it's it's, it's contagious for sure and I, I think his his handles have a lot to do with that as well he protects the ball he does a good job yeah. when he's you know when he's out there and you know that was um that was an issue last year remember some certain games it was 17 18 turnovers and the Celtics couldn't get out of their own way in that in that regard but but they've uh they cleaned that up and, and I think a lot of this has to do with you know guys like Brogdon and you know, obviously the experience that they had from last year in the NBA Finals. I, I just think that they're they're in this natural, uh, you know, groove right now. And, and even on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, it didn't slow them down. You know, this three-point shootout that they had, this uh, franchise historic performance, man. It's it, it speaks volumes, especially on the second night of a back-to-back -back, for sure. This offense is clicking at a at a level that I've, I haven't seen something play like this in a while, man. Just offensively, right? I mean, we know what they were defensively last year in the NBA, but this offense, man. I mean. They're 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 flirting with a hundred through three quarters, and obviously these three pointers help in a long way. But it's clean though, like that's like that's what's impressive about it. It's clean basketball. It's not forced. It's not oh so and so had to go and drain you know nine for eleven or so. Like everyone is getting you know their touches and four or five passes before an attempt. This is just it's just good basketball. It really is. This this one is a bit of a reach. 
but I'm throwing it up there because I like the uh... butter nutter. I had one of those yesterday. Actually, they had the, the a fluffer nutter. No butter nutter. Nutter butter? butter. You mean the cookie? But yeah, yeah. Get it right. Which Sherrod told me is like old school. I had no idea. I, I'd never seen one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. They're shaped like peanuts. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they weren't bad. I'm, I'm more of a chewy, chewy bar guy. They didn't have those. Like totally, those totally. Um, yeah, we're still searching, guys. We're still searching. We'll get there. <laughs> Tonight was just a good, clean three Sam. Three Sam. How's about that, guys? Come on. How's <laughs> about that? You got to feel better about it. That could be a that could be a, a headline in the sports section. <laughs> Okay, they're going with house money, I guess. Some people are. We'll see. House on fire, house on fire. I can see that. Um, okay, house special. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you hear that? Oh, are friend. you at the after party? <laughs> no, they're having a free throw shooting contest. Or everyone's shooting a free throw, and there's like 15 people taking a turn. You know, they do that uh, for like season ticket holders or something. Yeah, uh, because everyone gets mad at us when we don't talk about Jalen Brown. Um, Great Obviously, they needed him uh, getting it going early tonight, um, which uh, was good um, because, again, uh, a little bit of a passive start from Tatum. Um, but Brown was, uh, you know, Brown was fire early, and he kept it going. He found it. He, he found yeah. his groove. Yeah, he was efficient. What do you think? One turnover. Um, he only had one turnover. Fifty percent. They added early. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it, you know, 10 of 19, six of 11 threes. Yeah. I mean, that's as clean as it gets for Jalen. And, and a lot of those yeah. shots were, you know, his, um, his approach was, was, um, in my opinion, it wasn't like him trying to do too much. You know, in the beginning, I thought he was, he was going to fall into that trap. Um, he started things off with the three, you know, and, and then sort of Tatum and then everyone else got hot as well. And then he started picking his spots when to attack and he did a really good job. I felt like the Knicks sort of, um, he was that guy left open sometimes and, he took advantage for sure. I was really worried when they started with five threes. I was like, there, what game? I feel like there was one game. I was too. Earlier this year where the same thing happened. They hit a bunch early and then it just went cold. Again, I knew the lead. I knew they would lose that lead, but I didn't think, you know. Right away. They would, they would go off and, and drain almost 33 points. Like, that was, that's not what I thought was, in, was, was the next, you know, the yeah. second half. I'm going back to the thing I said yesterday. Like, I know the defense is concerning. And again, I thought, and again, I'm not trying to, I'm not banging just on Jalen. I don't think Mark, we, we, we talked about it. We don't think Marcus has been great um, so far on defense. I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's some holes. They had a tough time defending the perimeter. They gave up a lot of shots. Obviously, they got beat up inside, and that's going to hurt um, tonight, you know, with the points in the paint. They just didn't have the size uh, to compete there. But Randall, Randall bullied them. Um, you know, a little bit when he was getting the ball down low. Um, but, uh, you know, they're just weird stuff right now. Like Jalen, I thought a lot of times uh, either got lost on got lost on a switch or overhelped uh, or was late a couple of times and just kind of late to get out to shooters or recognize a rotation. Uh, and they just kind of just stuff that they just weren't really doing last year, which, again, I think they'll figure out eventually. Um, but the offense, I think, is real. I mean, that's the other thing is like there's a lot of other teams right now probably not playing their A game defense. But again, I, I think the offense is real. I'm not as worried about the defensive concerns, but it's another friggin' ugly defensive game tonight. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, again, this is probably the best office I've seen, best Celtics office I've seen in a while. So that's obviously been what's pushing them. But you just hope that he'll he'll get into it again. You know, he'll be the guy that he was last year, which I think he will be. Um, you just wonder if this is, you know, them just trying to lock down the offense so much. It's taking away a little bit of, you know, from their defense. But it's, it's really unlike Marcus. I know he usually has like the first week or two of the season where he sort of, you know, I remember you used to say sometimes he looks like he's a little bit out of shape and maybe – that's true a little bit, but at this point, he should be he should be crisp. And, and I think um, he's going to figure this thing out. You know, I just think the emphasis on offense and him running the offense, um, maybe that's maybe that's playing a part in this. Um, but you look across the league, a lot of these teams, especially some of the top tier teams, are just are just not playing well on that side of the, of the floor defensively. I mean, shit, look at the champs. You know, uh, the Golden State Warriors. I think we talked about that a little bit last night. Um, they're giving up a whole lot of points right now, even though their team is in a much different situation compared to the Celtics. Um, you you wonder if just the success of, of the, the early success of the season and the way this offense was clicking, you know, and firing off on all cylinders, that maybe it's taken away from the defense a bit. Maybe they're, they're getting they're going into games a little bit, um, you know, a little cocky. I mean, yeah. look at this one. What another another 120 or close to it? Like they're fighting with giving up 120. It seems like every single night, and you know, they got to clean that up because that's that's just that's just too many points. Every night, uh, everyone's saying, yeah. "Okay, we need Rob. We need Rob. We need Rob." Yeah, Rob that's a big part of it. Yeah. Rob talked prior to the game. I mean, what is it worth? Not much. Uh, yeah, but- he pretty much was like same thing, no updates, and you know, don't hold your breath. But <laughs> the, the timetable hasn't extended, nor has it shortened. So that's it. I mean, I guess that's the best you can hope for at this point. Um, somebody said, Abby said, you know, he was, you know, dunking. I don't know about that. I didn't hear it. Um, but, um, but just him being alive and him being close and it not being, you know, worse than, you know, you got to make these appearances, you know, because look, if they said eight to 12, which again is whatever he, he's, he just passed week six, which means like all of a sudden, like you, you could show up to our back center next week and see him doing some stuff and everyone's going to all of a sudden start to get a little bit excited. So again, it's early yet, but if you get him back before Christmas, I think we ruled him out till January and possibly even all-star break. I'm if thinking all-star break. Yeah. If he's threatening to come back, you know, at the end of this year, you're in pretty good. You're, you're feeling better. Yeah, you're feeling better sure. about it because you, you you hope this team is playing in June again, and, and he has to be a, a, a big big part of that. You know, we got to see we got to see a better version of Rob, and and that's not to knock you know you can't knock him for what he did last year. He did the best he could, you know, with the with his health concerns and everything. But this time is different, and, and the Celtics organization are doing their part and and easing him into it, which I think is the right thing to do for a team with championship aspirations. So yeah, so we got good news on Rob. Uh, and the bench just continues to kind of jam here. So again, we're in pretty good shape, you know, as far as, again, what, what are you expecting here? Third and fourth string center out here making threes. Everyone made a three today. It was like, oh, for sure. You get a three. You get a three. Griffin's making a three. I know this is Joe Sway's boy, but, um, you know, again, I'm so back and forth on Vonley. Sometimes I what? see him and I'm like, what? sometimes I see him and I'm like, he's going to be out of the league and, you know, soon. And other times I see him, I'm like, he's perfectly fine. And he absolutely could play a few minutes every night and you'd be fine with it. Yeah. I mean, I can see why you feel that way. I, I just, I just hope we see more of him. I mean, not, 
uh, the, the way we've been seeing Luke or Nick, I don't think I just don't think that's realistic right now. I think uh, Joe Mazzula, like he's that that's his guy right now, at least for the moment. But hopefully we'll we'll see more, you know, of, of Vonley when, when guys are in foul trouble. I, I think he's an asset, and I think he showed that in the fourth quarter. It was a little rocky in the beginning, but um, towards the end he cleaned it up a bit, hit a hit a three pointer from the corner, which I thought was big, extended the lead to double digits, and you know he he runs back on the on defense, and I just think you want to keep him keep him in the fold, you know, get his reps in because I I do think he's valuable. And again, we're talking about. All-star break. We're talking about 2023, two, three months into it. To you know, that's when we'll see Rob again. That's a long time, and I think um, using these guys in, in different opportunities, different spots, guys like him, guys like Blake Griffin. You know, you want to keep them engaged and, and keep them, you know, on their toes. They want to, obviously, they want to play. They want to get their reps in, and I think that they're giving you something. You know, they're not giving you a whole lot of nothing, and especially uh, someone like Blake Griffin today. I think it was important for him to get to, to get that start and just sort of get his confidence up a bit. I, I, I thought it, it looked like that one time where he got that kind of uh, little, uh, you know, pass in the lane. I thought he was going to go up and try to hammer it, but man, yeah, the, the, juice, the juice just is not there. He got up and he's yeah. like, you see sometimes. Yeah. I was going to say sometimes when he tries to get a rebound, like, I was just like, Whoa, like, yeah. But he's doing That's the best. It, huh? That's yeah. it. He's barely jumping over a Sunday globe these days, you know, like it's uh <laughs> It's uh, it's something. Uh, we'll bring in Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's going on? Uh, what do you got from the post? Yo, I love that say. Uh, not a ton so far. A lot of talk about the threes, of course, uh, on the record-breaking night. Uh, they love the looks that they're getting on that end and a lot of drive and kick action, a lot of good offensive flow. And this is Joe's thing. What did he say a couple games ago? He loves the math. And uh, they pretty much won this game, I felt like, off their shot distribution. Uh, they were hammering the three-point line. Uh, and it's on pull-ups and settling most of the time. You love the drive and kick action. You a lot love... of drive and kick, a lot of yeah. extra passes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I looked at their shooting numbers. I'll look at them again tonight, um, you know, during the show. But uh, they were over 40% on catch and shoot threes uh, for the start of the season. And I believe below 30% on the pull-ups. But that was a small percentage of their three-point looks. Uh, so, you, you love the shot distribution right now that they're putting out there. Joe Sway and I complained about it for a little while, but, you know, when they're hitting at this rate, it's, it's tough to complain because you just have that math advantage. You, you saw it, the Knicks hammering the paint, taking a bunch of mid-range twos, and eventually the Celtics separated from them there in that fourth quarter. I mean, that's why you shoot them, and that's why everybody loves them. And if you're going to knock them down at a 40-plus percent clip on, a, on the night, you're going to win. Uh, it just – that's how the math works, you know. It, if 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 you're hitting them, and again tonight was a ridiculous percentage. They hit 53 percent of their threes. If you're up and above 40 percent of your threes, and you're taking volume, uh, you're just gonna. It's gonna be hard. It's it's hard to keep up. So again, is here's yes. the difference. Yeah. What's the uh, what, what's what's the famous Antoine Walker quote? Because I saw I saw I saw people putting it on Twitter. I thought it was appropriate today. What is Who it? Is that? Antoine Walker once was asked. Why do you take so many threes? And he said, because there aren't four pointers. Like in his mind, the law of averages, you know what I mean? It's like this is this is simple math, guys. Like, you know, if you, one of if the you, great if you, yeah. if you make them at a high rate, you're gonna average more points and you're more likely to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, it's revolutionary thinking because the league at that point when Antoine was playing hadn't fully caught up with the math, which is so freaking simple. Nobody was, yeah, um, it's was unbelievable. No one can nope. figure that it's out. It's amazing it took that long. We're like, wait a second. So if I shoot these at 
they're better than twos, you know? Like it's so stupid. Like it's so the, silly that it what, that it didn't. What, what do you think, it, like? What's the what do you think is the reason? Honestly, I think it's Billy Bean. I think the baseball team. Someone on the basketball side was like, wait a minute here. Why don't we look into analytics of basketball and see what I think it's just I think it's just general stubbornness, you know, the idea of like what the sport means and what the sport's supposed to be. And like this idea of like, you know, big men, you know, being super important and working it in and dominating the it's like it's like football with running the ball, you know, it's like you gotta run the ball and every advanced analytic is like, no, you don't. Like you really could pass like 80% of the time and you'd be better off. Um, So yeah, the math obviously works out here. You mean, I mean, again, it's the same thing as football. Do you want to start your play five yards behind the line of scrimmage or three or five yards in front of it? Like, where do you want to give your playmakers the ball there or there? You know, like obviously there is better forward is better uh, than backwards. But um, yeah. So that's who they are. That's their identity. The question is, Bobby, like, do they ever kind of rein it back in and, like, become, like, kind of both the defensive-minded team that they were last year and also a team that can put up crazy points? Because that would be scary. Right now they're kind of resting on their lo- – not resting on their laurels, but they're just outgunning teams and they're not really super worried about defense. But eventually you want to see that even out. Yeah, especially around the rim. I thought the rim resistance was zero. Oh, this it was game, brutal. I didn't, I, I didn't notice. I Luke left the game midway through the first quarter, so that explains why he didn't play. He'll miss uh, tomorrow's game as well for personal reasons. Uh, so Vonley comes in, does a better job uh, moving around and switching. I, I believe you guys were talking about Blake when I came in in terms of the uh, physical regression because we're seeing it. And I, I, I guess I like – throwing him in there for a spot start, uh, you know, getting him a couple pick-and-roll looks. Because we've talked about he's a vet. He's a guy who's part of this locker room now. And you need to make him feel involved to some degree, I'd say. And they did a decent job with that here today. I think he finished with seven points, uh, you know, one or two defensive plays. But when it mattered, they transitioned to Von Light, who I thought did a good job in the closing sequences there, despite a few offensive miscues. Bounced back from them pretty well. Got a deflection, got a putback, uh, and even hit a three. So, Got good minutes from another really deep guy on your roster. Again, you had a different bench lineup going at it tonight. I didn't think they were any less effective than what we saw yesterday. And that's why, what did they go down a couple minutes into the third? They regained the lead and then they never trailed again. So yeah. all your rotations right now are holding leads. And he's really close competitive threes. Everybody yeah, everyone hits threes three. in your lineup. Yeah. It's a deep team. Crazy. It's kind of crazy to think about because we, you know, you see all these guys perform in preseason, and you're like, all right, let's let's see it when it matters. But you know, Hauser, he's picking up minutes every night now. You know, some of these big guys, Vaughn, like Luke, you're starting to see them impact the game to some degree. And well, uh, Grant, that's that's the thing is if you look at it right, the Gallinari you thought knocked your depth down a good bit. There was a ton of Hauser hype before the season began, but we didn't believe it. We had to see it. Reality here is when you have Horford and Rob, you're legitimately running nine deep um, in, in a solid rotation. And you can plug a couple of other guys in there, you know, for a few minutes, foul trouble, rest, you know, whatever that is. But, I mean, you've got your starters and then you're going to run with Grant and Hauser and then, you know, Rob, whatever role he's in and Brogdon. And you're going to feel pretty freaking good about that even without, you know – uh, you know, whatever. And then, you know, you have the other bigs as kind of emergency depth, but that's your team right now. If Hauser's giving you reliable minutes and you can comfortably play him 15, 20 minutes a night, you're in pretty good shape. 
Yeah, offensively, right? It, they're still figuring out the defense. And that's another thing out of this game, or this is another game, rather, where you're left saying, yeah, it's a great night, good win, but you just wish you could have tightened it up a little bit around the rim. You know, the resistance yeah. in there, again, non-existent. And Joe talked about that after the game. I think you guys mentioned briefly offense yeah. impact and defense, shooting impact and defense after missed shots. He saw that tonight. And then I think the offensive rebounding of Harnstein, Randall, others hurt you at times too. So, again, you can extend if you're hitting the shots. And I like the shots. So, again, again Josue, the shot – creation and this was so good they were wide yeah. see that's what um, that's what john and i were saying how you know it wasn't forced it wasn't it's, like it's one hard to complain about it it but was you, exactly clean looks yeah but we'll get to a night where they miss them and you're like mm-hmm. 40 really you know and that's when you have to lean on your defense the one that's giving up 120 points a game like right so if yeah. you don't have threes and you don't have defense you're probably gonna lose so i don't love the formula i like it i like the way they're executing it but we've seen, like, again, in that Brad era, what happened when the threes didn't fall? You didn't have much to go back so on. And that's, that's what thing. I don't love, Bobby. Yeah, and right. that's what I didn't like. The first, you know, starting, I thought for sure when they started the night off with five threes, you know, and they were up 15-5, I was like, this is a bad sign. They're going to yeah, fall in love looked, with this. It looked like a loss, right? Yeah. Right. I felt like that. this is going to be one of those where they, they, get, they get cocky and that's all they do. And they did. And that's all they did. But it worked. Um, but you're right. It is not it's not i don't know you don't want to be that team but if tatum's percentages are up this year and he's closer to what he was what he's been over his career which is closer to a 39 percent shooter jalen is shooting at a high clip and then you've also got you're throwing in brogdon and hauser and uh and 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 uh and grant yeah. That's a different story. If you've got guys coming off the bench, Hauser shooting fifty percent, Grant's going to knock it down forty plus percent, and you're going to have Brogdon, who's a capable three point shooter. All of a sudden, it's different. Last year, yeah. there are teams that the Celtics relied so deeply on threes that simply didn't have the three point shooters. You got a bunch of guys who are kind of, you know, good point. This team th- that's has the, them. That's the difference. Grant, you have Grant was your more. Best. Your best three-point shooter. Well, Al in the playoffs, but Grant throughout the regular season. Yeah. Right. You have more who can make it, so it's different than those other teams where you, some. The, there were nights, Bobby, where they got earned threes. You know, they worked it, swung it to the open guy. Even Derek White's knocking him down at a, at a better clip than he was last year. But um, hey, they would switch. Leave D White alone, man. Leave That's him alone. That's not mean. That's I'm being nice. <laughs> yeah, but you make it sound like he came in here like the known three. He point shot like twelve percent last year guys come on i mean that's right. not being well no well, more like 28 or so but like I see your from point. three he shot 22 percent from three i think as a celtic who is that white why he's white, shooting 41 yeah. from three this year okay i, I think yeah. this is his eighth straight game with a three okay seventh but more of there there are brad teams that shot that the three that couldn't shoot the three if this team can shoot the three you lean into it right right yeah, yeah. it's a real strength for sure and Again, the looks when you – they're not pull-ups. They're catch and shoot. You feel much better about those. And smart, 11 assists. I think so much of his downhill activity, Brogdon's too off the bench, creates good movement and action. Um, you would like to see if secondary dribble drives open up for some of these other guys, Horford in particular, who obviously didn't play tonight, smart when he catches them sometimes. I think sometimes you can get downhill again. Um, but it's it's having that balance, right? And so 
51 attempts. Again, I, there's certain I, nights where I, I just wouldn't I don't love, love that. It. But, I don't I don't love it. but you got to remember, though, that the Knicks, they gave him those shots. How many You're of right. those were You're wide right. open? Like, they were overcompensating for not having Mitchell Robinson to a whole nother level. They're like, look, look do not get crushed by guys like Tatum and Brown driving, drive, drive, you know. And, and you know, Mar- Marcus Smart was doing that, and they were closing him off, but he was finding guys. You know, they were double teaming. They were double teaming him. They were double teaming everyone. But and to your point, the guys behind, behind the perimeter, you know. You are going to see teams that will do that to you. And that was the story of the Bucks series last year, right? And it goes seven games. That's down to the right. wire. But you, you hit those in the end because they gave them to you. And that's the story of that series. And I think that's yep. what some people hate about the game now is it's make miss. And you fire up those 50. And do they go in or do they not? And, and then after, if you lose it, you say they were good looks. So this is where you're kind of stuck with this. You just like to have some balance. Right now, I think they're 18th in rim looks. You can improve that a little bit because who's who's really putting pressure on this team outside of Brogdon? Yeah, I don't even care. That's my thing is like, that's what I always thought is like, it doesn't matter. The math is the math. If you score more than the other team and you're averaging 124, but giving up 118, or you do it by scoring 112 and average and and give up 106, you're still doing it. It doesn't really matter how you do it or how you win. You don't have to be one way versus the other. I thought we were, the team was too defensive dependent last year uh, where, you know, you had to shut teams down and they're just be. It, you know, they couldn't score on the other end sometimes and it'd be frustrating. And when we look back on what happened uh, against Golden State, it's just simply a... Is, it isn't the inverse just as bad though? It, it isn't, it isn't because I always think, again, this is where it comes down to it. When you look for offense and you can't find it, that's a problem. I feel like defense, you can, and I know it's dangerous to coast all the time and wait to flip a switch, but I feel like defense, when you want it, you can go back and get it. It's not... Offense is a talent and it's a skill and it's a thing that you can do or you can't do. Defense, I believe, when they want to ratchet it up, they can transform back into a good defensive team. I like so much better seeing that they have an offensive identity where they can put up big numbers. Um, I I think that's more – I'd be – I'm happier seeing them put up huge numbers and give up big numbers than I would be if they were squeaking out, you know, 101 94 victories right now. It'd be like, okay, right. defense is great, but the offense is gross. We'd feel bad. We'd feel worse about that, I think. Obviously, you want to have both, Bobby, but I don't have a problem. And that's the thing is like when you're playing with more pace, the other team's going to get more shots up too. So that, 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 that point total is going to go up. I know their defensive rating overall is bad, uh, but. Again, I don't mind winning this style. I don't mind just running teams off the court and, and scoring a ton. Yeah, I, I just think against particular, you know, certain teams, you're able to do that. I think New York is definitely one of those teams. Um, you know, they're especially vulnerable with, without uh, Mitchell Robinson, who who's had a good start to the season. Is unfortunately, you know, was unavailable today. But um, yeah, I think the Celtics just took full advantage of that. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see on nights when the shots aren't, when the when the threes aren't falling, and you know, teams are daring you to shoot it. How they change their game will they revert back to the team that, that we saw 24 hours ago you know that that team barely was taking you know many threes they were just in attack mode and, and going to the teeth of the defense and, and finding ways to score and finding momentum and you know locking down defensively so it all depends on who you're playing but i think this week's uh lineup of of teams kind of all give you something different right i mean we don't have to look too far ahead but obviously you know the, the detroit pistons uh, i think there's um um new orleans coming up soon and I mean, no, excuse me, Oklahoma City's coming up soon. So there's going to be a lot of teams that are coming in here who, who can, one, you know, shoot the three at a – shoot from the uh, – or defend the three 
you know, at a high level and also, you know, protect the paint. So we'll see how they um, how they counteract, you know, against the different matchups, how they have to change their change themselves, you know, or change what they do. I think we do have some more players coming through, so I'm going to go check on that. And be okay, right we may not be here when you get back, Bobby, but that's totally fine. I do want to tell you guys briefly about one of our sponsors as well um, because uh, we got to pay the bills, Athletic Greens. Um, terrific sponsor of ours here uh, at the Garden Report. Uh, what can we say about Athletic Greens we haven't said before? Everybody here at the Bro. Garden Report takes it, likes it. Um, we use it literally every single day. Um, started taking it because I wanted all of the benefits that Athletic Greens brings, which is better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system. Um, I don't want to seek it out on my own. I don't want to take a zillion pills and vitamins. Uh, I just wanted uh, to be able to just do it all at once. And that's what Athletic Greens allows you to do. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens, I always have a tough time saying that, to help you start your day right, um, and all sorts of good things about it, as we said, uh, lifestyle-friendly, diet-friendly, virtually no sugar, no GMOs, uh, it supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness, endorsed by a zillion healthcare professionals, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of five-star reviews, athletes celebrities endorse it use it um so again right now is the time to reclaim your health arm your immune system convenient daily nutrition one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy on you we are giving you a free gift one free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit that thing right there athleticgreens.com slash garden do it up, please. Uh, again, athleticgreens.com slash garden. If you do that, uh, we get credit for the purchase. We get to keep doing this. We get to keep the lights on. Uh, we're happy. You're healthy. Everybody wins. So please uh, check out athleticgreens.com slash garden and go get yourself some. Uh, closing thoughts on tonight and just kind of looking ahead. I know we got Memphis on Monday. That should be fun. Um, uh, but uh you know, uh, just kind of putting a bow on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to see more of this team's uh, versatility, especially on, on the defensive end. You know, let's see if they can limit, you know, a, a, a team like that. You know, maybe not give up 120 points. I know it's going to be hard, but let's see how they do defensively. Yeah, see maybe how they bounce don't back. give up 120 points. Try that once. Yeah, because that's not going to that's not going to bode well against a team like, you know, you know, like Memphis. So, um yeah, I want to see how they respond on that end of the floor because then that that would be even more impressive, honestly, if they were to just show another, you know, just show that that side of of, of this team that's trying to figure that part of the floor out. You know, they haven't they're, – they're improving little by little, you know, and the, you see the defensive numbers and, you know, uh, compared to the rest of the NBA, but they're still at the bottom – 10 in a lot of those defensive um, categories. So hopefully. Yeah. You got to get it down some, right? Yeah. No question about it. They're scoring 119 a game. So, I mean, they are putting up freaking numbers. I I mean, Josue last year, if they touched 120 in regulation ever, you'd be like, wow, they're what freaking av yeah. they're averaging 119. I mean, that is elite. Elite, elite offense, but you got to get it down, right? You're, you're giving up 115 a game way too friggin high obviously you want balance and, and to me it's the perimeter defenders you know you don't have guys at the rim so you're not going to point to those guys you're not going to ask them to be taller or be different than what they are right. the perimeter guys have to lock it down better 
which means Jalen, which means Marcus, which means Derek White, which means Malcolm Brogdon, all of them. Those guys have to make it much, much, much tougher for people to get where they want to go on the floor and to be able to get themselves clean looks. They have to defend the three ball better. They have to do a lot of things. And I know that the early going was kind of some bad luck. The Celtics were getting teams into that kind of you know, two-point range. That's the shot they wanted them to take. They weren't mm-hmm. allowing as much at the rim. They weren't allowing as many three-pointers. I feel like that shifted a little bit last few games where they have been giving up way too many clean looks from behind the arc. So they have to defend a little better. They got to keep guys in front of them. You're supposed to have a bunch of elite defending guards and wings. They got to play like it. So if they step right. it up a little bit, make it a little bit tougher, you hold, the, you know, hold the line for Rob, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, no question. And you go, you know, one of the toughest, the toughest guards in the NBA to defend coming up. So um, it's a great test. And it's a great test for Marcus, who uh, we've been keeping a close eye on, on, on the defensive side of the floor. And, and all, all those guys you just mentioned, I mean, they're the ones that are always guarding the other team's best player, right? So they set the tone. And I think um, that was that started the, the, the transformation of last year, right? Guys like Tatum and Brown just really dedicating themselves on that end of the floor. So let's see if Missoula can, can get them to do the same. And right now will be a, a perfect time, you know, because six and three, you know, you stack up a few more wins, try to climb up the Eastern Conference standing and just, you know, continue to build, continue to, um, you know, uh, develop as a team. Yeah. Um, so we like that. Uh, we are going to wrap it. It's a Saturday night. We're going to let those guys finish their business down at New York. Um, uh, the guys are still talking. There's still some post game um, yeah, things to, to happen there, but we do have uh much more coverage coming uh, on CLNS Media. If you want to check it out, of course, head over to our YouTube channel um, for exclusive coverage here of the Celtics. Bobby and Josue will have their post-game breakdowns. Uh, you can check out all of our Celtics post-game interviews, which will be posted as well. And for those of you who are Patriots fans, as you probably know, we do have a uh, post-game show tomorrow because the Patriots yes, are sir. taking on... Um, what happened to my brain? <laughs> you mean graphic what do you mean the colts holy wow i just <laughs> i thought you were looking for a graphic i'm like uh, no graphic. no no just wanted to tell graphic. people that they're taking on the colts but like my mind just completely went away um i do have a graphic for the patriots as well but See, you check- i knew it no i, I just forgot the team i was like i was like oh. jets i was like no they did that already <laughs> um colts with yeah, no jonathan time. taylor and and a sixth round qb um that get it done pats come on get it done so check out our post game show that's going to come after the game uh of course uh you know so uh keep it to clns media if you haven't subscribed there and you're interested in both last shout out for athletic greens ag1 baby athleticgreens.com slash garden go check that out get yourself some free stuff um and uh Mm. once again celtics win they are six and three this could be a seven and one team i mean this could be again you're talking the losses here are all narrow 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 losses um that they could have easily won a couple of overtime games i'm not gonna coulda shoulda woulda it but again you know those two tough games against cleveland that one against chicago um they've been there the whole time so so far at the very least we're entertained right yeah. We'll see how we'll see what right. team the kind of team this turns into. It's fun to watch. I, again, I guess that's part of my thinking too, Joe Sway. Is yeah, maybe you know it is worrisome to not have that elite defense because that you'd always feel that that was your fallback. If all else is going to hell, you can at least keep a team off the board. I don't. It's just more fun. This is just yeah. more fun. I mean, I I saw that coming into the season. Honestly, I was like, this is no matter what, this is gonna be a fun team to watch just because of uh. 
you know, what they can do offensively. Obviously, we talked a lot about adding a Malcolm Brogdon, but Tatum and Brown taking things to another level, how Marcus Smart is going to react, you know, respond and, and all that. So this this team continues to be that fun team that we like to watch. But I, I think we're, we're going to realize at a certain point, well, maybe we're already there, that like they're just not that team from last year, you know, defensively. But they could be, you know, they could get back to that point. But right now they're just not there. But that's all right because of what they're doing offensively. And that's something that we um, we didn't see last year. We didn't see this offense um, create the way they're doing this right now and, and uh, just completely just stack up points on the board, man. It's been impressive. It really has. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so, I was going to ask you about that. Semi-automatic. There's, a, there's another nah, one. It, another that's Sam the one, one Tim threw out there, yeah. The three another, Sam was the funny one. Um, yeah. People are kind of voting right now. Um, if you guys want to check it out, um, you guys can we should get a poll. Maybe we'll get a poll going. I might throw a poll out there. You guys can continue the conversation over on our Discord channel. If you want some more promos, I can um, throw that one out at you too. Yeah, we got, we got, we got that. Let me see if I can find it. Discord, 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 Twitch, Twitch. I'm gonna throw some picks in there too. I've been doing that on Discord now. Throw a couple of pictures in. There. Oh, you're in there? Yeah, Go yeah. Ch- I check in with those guys every once in a while. Go check it out, guys. CLNSmedia.com/slash/discord. Uh, we got you know thousand plus, thousand strong. Celtics Nation Garden Report viewers in there. You guys can debate the Hauser thing there if you want. Uh, last shout out to uh, you know uh, our producer Tim Shields, who's working behind the scenes, uh, right, doing all doing all the dirty work. He's the one with the Sammy automatic nickname. So again, thank you to Tim. Uh, you can check out uh, Tim's got himself a, a, a podcast as well. So you want to make sure you check that out. And also uh, thanks to Amit, uh, who even if he's not working on tonight's show, I feel like he's always with us. Um, yeah. Our he, he, our he super- was helping us out pregame. Appreciate yeah. you. He's he's he, he's indefatigable. He's uh just the guy sleeps like one hour a night. Um, so yeah, for real. He's an absolute absolute machine. So thanks, Ahmed. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, you guys for watching at home. We will check out. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday for uh, uh, after the Memphis game.